Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. Yeah, it was really cool and it was fun to do something a little bit different. But what was even more fun, I was so proud of myself for this. Afterwards, I went home because it was just a mini session. So it was short. But I went home, I culled, and I edited it all in the same day Ah! and it was so nice this is the photo business help podcast a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth i'm your host natalie jennings i created jennings photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, Audrey and I have a great episode for you, and this is all about how vulnerable should you be when you're talking to your audience, your business clients, your people on Instagram or wherever people follow you, at what point should you draw a line? Should you hold back at all? Should you just let everyone know everything? We talk about that and go into it today. Before we jump in, here are a few words from the folks that support this show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid, So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. One of the best decisions I've made in over 12 years of running my photo business was switching to pick time. It is beautiful. It's easy to use. It's easy for your clients to use. There's slideshows that are amazing with music you can add. There's a beautiful store with tons of products and they dynamically insert your clients' photos so they can kind of get a sense of what stuff looks like before they order. They have these incredible automations that for me, it's been a game changer. I've made more money in my photo business hands down since I switched to pick time than any other time in my business. These automations remind people of sales, do all the emailing and communicating with your clients that you might not remember to do, and they make it dead easy for them to look at their photos, share their photos, and purchase cool stuff. It is so 
game-changing. And since I talk about them so much, I'm here to tell you what they are offering as a sponsor of the show. Go to pick-time.com, that's P-I-C-time.com, and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP. This will give any new user one entire bonus month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. You can often start a free 30-day trial. So whatever sounds good, you can head over to pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, and make this huge transformation in your business. I promise you'll love it. It is amazing. They are amazing and really helpful if you need help. Again, pick-time.com with code PHOTOBIZHELP for a free bonus month when you upgrade to a paid plan. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Pretty swell and dandy today. How are you? Good. I'm also feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I always look forward to this and uh I mean it's January so there isn't a whole lot going on, but what kind of sessions have you been doing lately? I just did a maternity mini session. It's for a client that I did their engagement photos and their wedding photos. Now they're having a baby. That's like my favorite thing ever. It's just to do all the things for them. They're kind of last minute. She's due on Monday and I did their photos on Thursday last week. So like seven days. She's having she's being induced on Monday. Okay. So like 10 days before I did their maternity photos. <laughs> they're like, I think we should do these. I'm like, sure. So I, it was an indoor session, which was so fun. I don't think I've done an indoor mini session at like someone's home for our maternity session. It was really cool. That's super cool. I love that. I love maternity sessions because I think you can get really artsy with them, you know? Yeah, it was really cool and it was fun to do something a little bit different. But what was even more fun, I was so proud of myself for this. Afterwards, I went home because it was just a mini session, so it was short. But I went home, I culled, and I edited it all in the same day. Ah! And it was so nice. (laughs) You know how much I love this. Yeah. It's so nice because you kind of... Have you ever done that? <laughs> Have I ever done that? I used to always talk about how much I love culling the same day that I shoot and people thought I was crazy for that. But even if it's a chunk of mini sessions where I have to go through like six or seven sessions, if if I can kind of cull as I'm ingesting them into the software, I have everything so fresh in my head. And sometimes if I don't edit them right away, I'll come back and see different things that, you know, like I didn't see before and, and maybe get rid of or keep other images but for the most part like I find that getting to the point where all I have to do is sit down and edit is I don't know for whatever reason calling is my least favorite thing so I I love getting it out of the way when everything's fresh because I feel like I can I feel like I know like ooh, I can't wait to see how that one turned out kind of you know yep totally because you have like it's all fresh in your mind you're like oh that one area that we took the photos and I want to see what those look like and it felt less chore it just was easy that's awesome and then I just edited them because I had the time and I didn't deliver them the same day because I felt I felt weird about that so I waited like two days. <laughs> I was like is this weird <laughs> so I, waited. I do the same thing if I get ahead of myself I don't deliver them right away because then I'm like then I'm putting expectations out there that this is how it should work all the time. And I don't want to put that pressure on myself. But I I think one of the things I used to do for all of my shoots, and I still do this not for my minis, but for my family shoots is I try to do that. I try to come home and call and get as far as I can. But because people have to proof 
for my bigger sessions, I have to wait for them. So I can't edit. But I mean, if I have like one mini session, and then I come home, like I'll just finish it because I Mm -hmm. it just if you block off on your calendar, like four hours, you know, if you're like, I'm going to drive there, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to whatever, or three hours or two hours or whatever your time frame is. If you can plan for continuing your quote unquote job after the shoot's over, you get so much farther ahead of yourself, especially when things start to get busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of just booking the time for shooting the session, you clear your calendar to have a few hours afterwards to to do all the extra stuff. Yeah. I'm going to try and do that more. That's new year, new me. <laughs> It's great. That's the kind of Audrey I want to Well, if you enjoyed it, then I would say keep doing it because I feel like it's a really good time management thing. Yeah. Okay, that shoot is done. I did it that day, you know? Yep. At least the calling. I feel like for a lot of people, that's like the hardest part. But I think it is too. Yeah. I think it can be really hard too. I agree with you. That's awesome. I'm glad that you enjoyed it because I've definitely suggested that to students too. Like try and get as much done all at once. Yeah. It was, there's something about it for sure. So I love today's question and I love it for a number of reasons. I'll just share this because it interfaces directly with this question. I'm on a journey with my partner right now to hopefully become parents. And I'm not going to share any more than that, but I'll I'll tell you why I brought that up because I'm 41 years old. This is a big thing. And so I'm constantly Googling who else is in my boat kind of thing, right? And Mm. I think that there's huge value if you're willing to share things with people that they might commiserate with or need to hear if you can send them there voluntarily. So like today's question, I'll read it and then I'll finish my thought. But it says, how much of myself should I share as a creative business? Is there a point where I should hold back on personal things or just let it all out? You know, I've been thinking about sharing more deeply parts of this journey, like blogging about it or doing a little mini podcast about it just all the deeper things that go on. But I don't know if this process is going to be A, interesting, B, triggering, C, whatever, fill in the blank for for my audience. So like, I think as I've been going over this in my head about this journey, I'm like, well, I'd love to let people know that this is going on with me. And if I choose to go deeper with it, they can choose to go deeper with me over here. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody on my social feed and everybody that reads my blog or whatever is there for a, a similar purpose. Once you start kind of mm-hmm. stratifying that in a different little lanes, I think it might, yeah, like trigger or turn people off if you go too deep. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything wrong with going deep. I think if people want to continue to follow that thread with you, does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I came up with. That, that was like, I might, that's my own opinion on kind of how I'm feeling going through this exact thing right now. But yeah. And are you saying, you know, you could share just a tiny bit on your business areas, but then say, if you want to learn more, come over here. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I'm thinking is, hey, this, this is something that I'm going through, mm-hmm. but like having gone through and I was really open about the fact that I've, you know, miscarried before or I've been through a divorce before, but like I've never gone like super, super, super deep about it without inviting people mm-hmm. to read the whole thing. Yeah. You know, like I wrote, I think I wrote a blog post about, about that years and years ago and I, I mentioned it, which according to this question, I mean, that can be a very personal thing if it's like, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through depression. I'm going through trying to get pregnant. Whatever it is, 
I don't think there's anything wrong if you want to mention that in your business. But I think there's certain platforms. If someone's following you and then all of a sudden you start talking about that every day, mm-hmm. it might turn some people off. So I guess all I'm saying is, for example, on this platform, I can mention that this is some this is like a journey I'm starting on. But if I decide to like go real deep on the whole process, yeah, I don't feel comfortable sharing that here. Yep. It's not that I don't feel comfortable sharing it. I just don't want to put people that come here for certain things in a position where they have to listen to me ramble about something else that's that could be very, very triggering for them. That's a really good point. And also, well, first and foremost, you should always think about how it makes you feel. And if if you're comfortable with people knowing this information about yourself, and I just say that because I think on like social media, there's a lot of people that are talking about sharing their personal stories. And it's so helpful to hear people's personal stories if you've gone through something like that before, etc. I sometimes think there's also pressure then for other people to feel like, well, I should use my voice and share my story. And that may not be exactly what is best for you. I just want anyone to never feel like pressured, like they have to share their personal stuff. Brene Brown said something about vulnerability without boundaries is not vulnerability. And I just like being vulnerable, just check in with yourself first. Like, is it okay that potentially everybody I know will know this? For me, there's a lot of things that I do share, but there's certain things that I don't because I have a daughter that's 11 and there's things that I want her to hear from me first when she's old enough to hear it before I ever put it on the internet. Yes. Because I want to respect her. Just, I don't know. She doesn't need to learn those things about me and my life, my experiences on the internet before I tell her. Yeah, the the vulnerability without boundaries is a really great, I think a great way to address this question. And I think, I think also that brings up the point that I answered this question from the perspective of having photo business help and Jennings photo, like from a photographer's perspective. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming that's where this is coming from since this audience is photographers. So like how personal do you want to be in your photo business? But if you have a different business altogether, it might be super appropriate for you to just be totally yourself and people might expect for you. I mean, there's a lot of podcast hosts I can think of. There's a lot of, there's a lot of places in the internet world that like I would expect to hear all about the person because their whole vibe is just mm-hmm. to do that, I guess, with for lack of a better explanation, if that makes sense. So maybe your business model requires you to be way more personal and way more open and way more vulnerable. But as a photographer, if I start just inundating my photography audience with what I'm going through, I mean, if I want to do that, great. But my gut is telling me that I would rather invite them to follow along in a different way, whether it's visit the blog or subscribe to this newsletter or whatever. So like announcing it on social, but not digging deep on social. And I'm just using social as an example, like maybe, maybe a platform like Substack or a platform like your newsletter or a blog, like I said, like, I feel like there's different places that are maybe more appropriate if you're choosing to go deeper, that don't alienate your your audience. That's a good point. And I've always been like super vulnerable and open about things on my photography business. And that was kind of like my vibe. And I think people knew that. Yeah. But this last year or so, I've definitely shifted and have been questioning if that's what I still want to do. And I think I am going to split it up to like, okay, this is me. I'll still share personal stuff, but maybe not like as like what you're saying. Don't go all the way there on my photography page, but be like, 
if you want to know more about me and my journey and my story, you can follow me over here. Sure. I like having the outlet. You know, social media can be a way to express yourself and share things and connect with people. And I like that a lot. But I'm, yeah, I've definitely been thinking I should shift to not have that necessarily tied into my photography page. I also think what I remember, I remember you did this awesome story about the house is messy today or something and you showed Mm -hmm. a video and a bunch of people responded and they're like, me too, this made me feel so good. Oh yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning, again, we're not therapists. This is just my instinct to mention this, that that vulnerability can mean a ton of different things to different people. So what I'm talking about is extreme vulnerability and personal information if I were to share my journey right now that's something that some people would never ever want to talk about I don't know yet if I'm going to talk about it I'm just letting people know like I'm trying to be a mom you know that's as much as I'm sharing yeah I mean having gone through miscarriage myself like if I was following someone and they just started going deep on this journey Mm-hmm. I might just feel really poopy seeing that all the time, you know? So it's like, I think, yeah, I think if you can, I brought up your house thing. Cause it's like, that's one type of vulnerability. Yeah. Like that's different than like, if someone's talking about their, you know, like attempted suicide or something, I mean, there's like way a huge spectrum here, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's important. So this person who wrote this question, I think asking yourself what kind of vulnerability it is. If it's just you saying, oh, I'm I'm scared to, to put this photo out there because I'm sharing my creativity. Like, I don't think that's going to really trigger a lot of folks. And I don't think that that's unrelated to your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. And I think that lighter end of vulnerability, like the day that I shared the video of how does my house get this messy? I just want you to know that my, this is what's behind the curated Instagram feed. It was a way for me to connect with my audience. My audience is a lot of moms, a lot of people that have kids because I do a lot of family photography. So them being like, it's kind of (laughs) like, I'm not perfect, you know, and a lot of women too. And we always think everybody has it better together than we do. So I just wanted to, in that moment, be like, look at. Yeah, like I'm a human. I'm right there with you. Yes, yes. And it really helps to like, bring some connection in. And so I do think like sharing a little bit about yourself in those ways is can be really helpful. Yes. Because I connect with photographers when they share stuff like that, too. When it's just strictly business, I don't connect as much. And maybe I like their photos, but I don't. Yeah, there's another level, I think, when you're able to share a little bit more about yourself that people really, especially nowadays. Yes. People are really seeking connection and not feeling alone in the world. Showing the human behind the business, I think, is huge. And I totally agree with you. Because if you're a service provider, it's just you. So people want to know a little bit. I share a lot about my dog, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like, people love it. Like, I get so many comments about, like, how's Isla doing? You know, I mean, it's, it's great. And it shows that I have, like, this other you know, that I'm not just a photographer. I I think that's really important. And I, I gravitate towards that stuff too. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I mentioned, like, I think assessing, you know, Brene's quote is, is really important because it's like, is this, is this something that might be better for people to optionally dive into? Or is this just me showing that like, yeah. oh my gosh, I just spilled all of my coffee over my camera today holy crap you guys what am I gonna do like that's that would be interesting you know what I mean like I don't know like it but it's a totally different category yep so showing behind the scenes of like messy life 
is one category, but I think what, you know, also, for example, having shared for, I mean, I might've mentioned it maybe, but like having for the first time ever, just flat out said in public that I am trying to be a mom. I've not given any other information on that. And I've learned from doing that today that that's as far as I want to go, or at least on this platform, because I don't, I don't want to have to follow up with that or feel responsible to follow up with that with people. I'm cool with people knowing that, but like, that's, this is a great learning moment for whoever wrote this question. Cause it's like, do you want to follow up with that? Do you want to say like, I am feeling deeply depressed to your whole audience and are, do you have the energy for them to come at you and say, what can I do? Are you okay? Do you like, do you have the energy mm-hmm. for that? If you do f- great, but like, I don't have the bandwidth or energy to answer everyone's questions on like my like what's going on with this journey I don't even want to share anything about it because like I don't know how I'm just starting it you know yeah should I choose to I, I kind of want them to be able to opt into that I guess that's a really good point of like you know you think about the moment of being vulnerable but then think about the afterwards do you have the capacity for the follow-up of you sharing something and yep that's a really good point yeah I think this is such a great question because, you know, another really interesting thing to note here is that like this is this audience is very different from my my photo, Jennings photo from my photography business. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying anything on that platform about about this. So already this container, this podcast is like already more intimate Mm -hmm. for I mean, people are drawn to these conversations you and I have because we're sharing personal stories and we're sharing sometimes vulnerable things but like people already know that does that make sense whereas like yeah I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months I don't know how this is going to go this is like but I don't really feel the need to tell my photo audience that that doesn't mean that you can't yeah but this is like a great this question couldn't have come at a better time because I'm in real time like parsing this out you know I'm like well I don't really think my family clients need to know about this I certainly will announce it yeah you know if things go well there'll be a point where I have to tell people because it's going to affect my business and it'll be exciting right but like already like this conversation isn't something that my photo clients would expect this conversation is something that like you all expect because you're here listening to this deeper dive into behind the scenes business going through therapy with us over here yeah so I mean that's also something to consider what does your audience generally expect from you like if they've already been following you because you've been kind of vulnerable I imagine Audrey if you posted something like whatever vulnerable we'll just say semi-vulnerable not like you know yeah, yeah I spilled coffee on my camera but whatever that your audience might be more primed and receptive to that than mine because I don't ever do that on my photo account does that yeah you know but if I were to share it on a different account like this one people might be like oh okay <laughs> you know like yep that's a good point too that's a good question I like this yeah ultimately it comes down to how you feel and and what kind of audience you're speaking to I think I think too, like one other, one last thing to consider is, you know, if is consider your business and what it role it plays in your life, and understand that if you're vulnerable or voice opinions about certain things, you will deter some people. And ask yourself if that is your goal, and if that is okay. Mm, 
That's awesome. Yeah. You know, in life, like outside of business, well, I'm at a place in my business where it is okay for me to do that. But if I was relying on this, I feel okay being a little more niched in like who is in my audience. Yeah. But if you aren't there yet, then maybe consider that too. Cause I mean, it's the, it's the internet. It's the wild, wild west out here. You say something one way and, and you lose a friend forever. <laughs> just silly yeah but it's just the reality so just consider that too attracting and repelling is is such a great business exercise I mean you if you are comfortable repelling people that is ultimately going to build a stronger audience for you of people that you attract so like trying to be neutral so everyone likes you isn't necessarily going to attract the best people for you no but being comfortable like it just it is a business. So like, if you're like, I just want to run this business. I just want to take nice photos for people. I don't care people's backgrounds, religions, whatever. I don't care what you are all about. I just want to take your photo. If that's, you know, and that's me too. Like, like all are welcome. But like, I also think that's why I'm not super, I'm pretty neutral on that account because I want everyone to feel welcome and I'm not necessarily trying to repel people bring it over to photo business help. And I'm like, I'm reading tarot and like, there are definitely people that are like, (laughs) what is going on? I do not want this. This is not for me. Or there are people that are like, Oh my gosh, this is great. I'm a photographer. And I I'm totally interested in this. So that attract repel thing is a super personal choice too, based on based on your audience, you know, based on like what you're trying to do. Yep. Totally. Uh, Hopefully that helps. Lots to think about, but I love that. I think I think we did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that question because I think I think it's a, a really confusing thing to ponder in this new, like you said, the Wild West. And I think uh having like I, I kind of started this I probably should have read the question and then told you my thing, but like something I'm thinking about and it's it's also just everyone that listens to this knows knows this about me too, but like I'm really just feeling into my body on this one. Like, does that feel good to share that? It it felt scary to share even what I shared today, but like, I'm fine with it. But like, does it feel good to go further? Nah, I don't need to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just right now, that's how I feel. And maybe tomorrow I'll feel differently. Yep. That's a good point too. I mean, you can change your mind. You can adjust, refine all the things. Yeah. That attract repel thing too. One more thought on that. Like just, I think we already covered this, but be prepared. Be prepared that if you do go all in and just start talking about everything that mm-hmm. that some of the people that right now really love you and what you're doing might not stick around for that. So that's that's about all you have to really consider, you know? Yep. Well, thanks, Audrey. Yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to send us a question for an upcoming episode, send it to helpdesk at photobizhelp.com and we'll get to it okay i'll talk to you soon bye bye you've heard me talk about pick time before but don't skip past this this is big news from pick time it's a game changer i am so excited about this this is going to change my business for sure pick time is now offering blogs yeah blogs what does that mean You can go directly to your gallery. So let's say you have a beautiful mini session gallery that you've already shared with your clients that's already connected to your awesome store where they can buy stuff. And you can just, with like the click of two buttons, make all of those photos in that gallery into a beautiful blog post. 
Not only that, you can get a link to that blog post, which takes people to pick time, or this is my favorite part, you can get an embed code. You can literally create this in seconds and embed it on your own website so that you can get the SEO traffic if you want to. But if you wanted to just make a quick blog post for say a wedding client to look through or a really easy way to tell a story, there's so many cool features with this. It is the newest product from PickTime and it is going to change the game. You don't need to upload images twice. This is optimized for SEO. There's tons of customizable color palettes, font collections, photo grids and multiple layouts. So if you want your blog to look a certain way, you can do that. There's slideshows, you can allow videos or GIFs, all that stuff you can embed directly into the blog post. It's amazing. This feature is coming soon in February. As of this recording, which is February 2nd, it should be well on its way. If you are not a paid member of PickTime and you would like to take part in this when all of this launches in the next few days, Go to PickTime, and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, that's PHOTOBIZHELP, to get one month free. So this is like the best thing ever. You can try it for a month, keep paying if you want to, and that's it. It's a great deal. I swear this is going to change everything, and it's going to save people so much time. So head over to PickTime, and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP for one month free and enjoy this new blog feature. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year.